What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Chair Lounge Podcast. I am one of the hosts of this show. I go by the name of Mr. Sean Ellis. Yo, 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 this your boy outside. And we are back for episode number 10 for us, correct? Number 10, number 10, season finale. Season finale. So, you know, we got some good set up for you guys. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, thanks for for sticking with us for all this time. And, man, for real, for real. More to come, more to come, man. It's it's been an interesting, interesting role with us. Very interesting. First time doing a podcast. So, we were just going out. We didn't know what we was doing. We don't even know if it was good or not, but y'all, y'all still was fucking with us. So I think we got most of it down packed now. So I think we got the hang of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, season two, we got some interesting stuff for y'all. So can't wait to bring out some new content for you guys. And man, hope y'all enjoy it. Definitely. And, you know, and then you also, man, keep keep watching our old stuff. Keep listening to our old stuff. You know, we on Spotify, Google Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, you know, the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. You know, keep keep subscribing, keep liking us, man. Keep supporting us. Definitely. Definitely. Man, but um we nice did. little, nice little weather we got outside, Jack. Man, honestly, I ain't gonna lie to you. It's hot right now, brother. Like, bruh. Uh, <laughs> look, I'm like, should I cut on this AC? Not 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 yet, not yeah. yet, man. Normally don't cut it on till May. Right. I've been having mine on. I ain't gonna stunt to you. I've been I've been having my shit on. Oh go ahead. You rich. Awesome. You know your your life bill be about twenty dollars, my shit be in the hundreds. Yeah, my, that's why my stuff on twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I, I uh I strategically, you know, set my eyes up like all right, I ain't gonna turn on this time. I got a fan, I can open up the door. No, nah, I ain't gonna do all that, bro. One thing I'm gonna be comfortable, I don't give a damn what I gotta pay, <laughs> I'm gonna be comfortable, bro. Like for real, dude. I hate to. I'll pay for that. For real, for real, for real. So, man, how's it going, man? How's your mental health? How's everything going, man? Everything going good with me, brother. Um, I'm just trying to stay out here, stay busy, stay focused, man. Um, again, I say this again. I'm a photographer. Y'all want to holler at me, holler at me. I've been doing some interesting work uh, the last couple of weeks. I had, like, an Easter shoot this past week. That was fun. Um, I've done uh, a couple of modeling projects. So, you know, I do great work. So, if you guys want to. Um, link up with me. You can definitely uh, inbox me on Facebook. My name is Sean Ellis. And on Instagram, my name is Immovable11, I-M-M-O-V-A-B-U-L-L 11. You can message me and we can go through further details that way. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, man, sir. matter of fact, um, you said Easter pass. How was your Easter, man? Easter was great, man. I had a good time. Uh, like I said, I did the event Saturday. Uh, it was like for little kids. My homeboy had some of his houses, uh, parents set up for little kids, and they had a bouncy house, and it was good just to see like you know kids playing and you know celebrating. And yo ass got in that damn bouncy house, didn't you? My big ass definitely got in the bouncy <laughs> house. <laughs> Me and my boy Kendrick got in the got in the bouncy house, bro. Like wait, wait, we had wait, to, we had to get in. Wait, no, wait, look, look. wait, 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 no. <laughs> anyway. That's no <laughs> I got away. I got. I got to go back. <laughs> he got in first because I knew. The, I knew this. We both two big motherfuckers, so it's like no. Right, we both can't get in there. No, that's not. Uh, oh, keep going. Keep going. So he got in first. So I let him test the waters. 
And then he got out. I was like, all right, let me go in there and see how it is. So I got in there for a couple minutes. Thank, thank you for that's all you know. That's, that's how to clear because it, it, it didn't sound right before. It's cool, it did. It did. Oh, what's up with you, bro? Because you've been like slipping lately, like on IG Live. You saying you you and somebody was experimenting? Go ahead, next. Come on, let's keep, let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then Sunday was fun, man. Uh, you know, I jammed out to the Osley Brothers. I heard one, yes, sir. Uh, I was just about to ask you that because I know that's your, that's your favorite era, man, bro. That's definitely Did my you favorite. I definitely threw the 70 suit. No, I didn't know, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. You know, that stuff just brings back good memories for me, man, because me and my pops, man, we used to always listen to that kind of music, man, rolling down the highway or wherever mm-hmm. we was going, you know. So I, I grew up on that era of music, man, before I even got to hip-hop and new R&B. Like, that was, right. that's, what I, that's what I knew, man, coming up. So let me ask you, who you think it was? <sighs> and don't, don't give me the... Man, it was it was a celebration. Now you got to pick a one. I would say, uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. They started off hot, Bruh, they I had them. Really I had them up eight two. They yeah, they really started off hot, but then towards the middle of the end, you can see the Isley Brothers kind of they 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 caught their groove, man, and, mm-hmm. and them brothers look good for their age, man. Like Bruh. that's goals, bro. Like I get 70, 80 years old. I want to be able to move around like that. I want to be able to look like that. So that's a big blessing, man, to to uh, still have that that fountain of youth, man. Like, yeah, yeah. And you so. see, Ron was showing out. Boy, Ron got women talking about some. I need me a sugar daddy. He got to look like this. See, that <laughs> you know, it's so you. funny. That go to show you, like, but what what do y'all want, ladies? What the right. hell do y'all want? Now, see, now you want it. Now you want an old eighty year old man to look like that, but. Before then, it was, oh, you know, I need the, the buff dude with the beard. He got to be tall and dark. What do y'all want? Just tell Look, us what y'all Women want. do what not know what want? they want because if Ron take off that hat, it's something different. <laughs> they, forget what, they forget what that, what's under that hat. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. But, but shout out to them, man. Like, they, they look, they look, they look good for their age, man. And the brothers can still sing and play instruments like, Back in the 60s and 70s, so yeah, yes, sir. Honestly, bro, and I'm glad you mentioned that because when you just said women don't know what they want, right? Mm-hmm. And I find myself feeling a little jaded when it comes to relationships, okay, just because it's like, don't nobody know what they want, somebody want this one minute. Mm-hmm. And then switch up and want this. Mm-hmm. So honestly, it, it got me feeling jaded, bro. It's like, you know, with me being single for almost two years, mm-hmm. I honestly am enjoying it. Like, yeah. big time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so crazy, bro. Like, it, br- it brings you like a certain, I won't say freedom, but you're able to focus on yourself a little bit more and you don't have yeah. to you don't have to worry about, you know, focusing on somebody else. Uh, it's like it, it puts you in a good mental space, man. Like, like for me, for example, I've been out the game for a, you know a couple months now, and like you know, I feel like I now I'm doing better than ever, man. Like it's just like not to say I'm not doing better than ever because I'm not in a relationship, but it's just like. You're just able to. Your mental and your focus is more yeah. clear when you're 
when you're single. Now, when you're in relationship mode, of course, you're supposed to do relationship things. But while you're single, right. man, man, do do what you got to do, man, to handle your business and, you know. And I'm talking about that single, single, like singleness. Yeah. Not really not talking to nobody. Anybody. Yeah, just man. like on some chill shit. Like, like, honestly, bro, when I be chilling at the crib, mm-hmm. I'll be asked. it's good to ask yourself, bro, what you want to eat? Man, oh, yeah. I don't need no. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, am I hungry a little? Like, bro, it feels so good, bro. Mm-hmm. When Valentine's Day come up, you got to buy nobody shit. Christmas, Valentine's Christmas. Day, anniversary, bro. Easter, Hanukkah, uh, Kwanzaa. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't got to buy nothing, G. Like, it's, it's different, bro. Like, but. Hey, save my bread. That's fine with me. Like, I'm cool. Oh, shit. My bad. I want to show y'all, too. Uh, I got the expensive water today, y'all. Oh, he, oh, he got money. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, bro, we slipping. We did slip, but we started talking. We slipped shit. a little bit. We did. We cool, though. So we let's go ahead and toast for this 10th episode, season finale. Thanks, man, Mike, for rocking with us. Thank go you, brother, for us up. This for do saying. Thank you for playing all these roles you had to play to make this uh pod, help make this podcast successful, brother. Man, appreciate it, appreciate it, brother. And like, man, I know I probably was getting on your nerves a lot of times. Probably getting on each other's nerves, all good. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, appreciate it, man. I definitely like from where we started at to how we are now, man. You know, both of us definitely stepped up, definitely. elevated. So it goes up from here, elevate yes, from sir. here. Yes, sir. So let's go ahead get this shot. What you got uh, again? Got some Doucet. Doucet. I got the Ciroc White Grape. I've been messing with it. Bottoms up. Bottoms up. Can't believe I forgot it. Got the 10 episodes. God damn. That goes Because <laughs> I had doing something. Was, uh, cheers, my brother. Cheers, brother. Episode 10. That's smooth, right. but it's really sweet. Mm. At the same time, Lord have mercy. But it's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but back to what we were talking about, man. So uh, back to relationships, man. So yeah. let me ask you. Yes, sir. So being at your, you've been out the game mm-hmm. for a while. Mm-hmm. What is your views on relationships now? And has it been have you has it been different from what your views were maybe a couple of years ago? Um I feel like I can attack that from a couple of different angles and sides. I can say this though. I'm glad that I'm not a part of any type of like forced relationship to make stuff look good like in public Mm. um you know because you because you see stuff on social media and i have friends on social media that are in relationships on social media it looks like the relationship is great on the outside you see i'm telling you certain things like you know the negativity that's going on in the relationship uh the cons so i'm glad that i'm not in anything that isn't genuine that can transfer to if we 
even if we do post something nice about each other on social media, it can translate over to real life. Right. I don't I don't want us to have to force each other to uh, to make it seem like, you know, we doing good in public, but or on social media and we really not. So, so from that standpoint, for me, I'm just glad that, you know, I'm not with someone that I have to go through that certain situation with. And that kind of makes me look at relationships different because if it it can't translate to both sides, then it's not genuine. And what I'm looking for, I'm looking for something that's genuine, uh, something that's going to last long. Mm -hmm. uh, And, you know, it's just smooth, you know, throughout the relationship. Right. Man, like, I don't know. Like, I will say... how I view relationships back then. When you say back then, what are you referring to? Maybe like a few years ago. Okay. Um, I think I was more so in that perception of how relationships was brought out. Like far mm-hmm. as like in movies, TV shows, mm-hmm. you know, love songs and all that i was that person that the media again the media yeah i was that mm-hmm. person that was just like okay this is how relationships are supposed to be mm-hmm. and honestly it took me you know when i got single and also the pandemic to really view things differently it's like man like we're just we all are this just hopeless romantic people everybody not like that something i would say that everybody Everybody is hopeless romantic in their own way because we all see that when we watch a movie and we see that love story of Mm -hmm. when a breakup like it starts off as pretty good and then it goes down and then towards the end they get back together and they're walking in the park and all the other shit and it's just mm-hmm. like okay let, let's discuss the real shit like it, the in-between shit that nobody talks about mm-hmm. yeah. like, and that's where my jadedness comes from mm-hmm. it's just like do I really want to like deal with this like it ain't and I don't want to I don't want it to come from like I'm bitter or anything like that mm-hmm. I just, I think, I just pay attention to a lot of details. Mm-hmm. To it's just like that's where my jadedness comes in. It's kind of like, okay, you're looking for someone. Are you looking for just the surface level shit? The what's your favorite color? What's your favorite food? What's that shit? We learn that shit later on. Finish each other's sentences. It's kind of like, oh, that's so yeah. cute. <laughs> like, eh, like yeah. oh, like, mm. like, okay, what you, what you doing? Like, what's your five to ten year plan? Like, okay, like, you know, what's your ultimate goal in life? Like, what's your purpose? Yeah. Like, if I'm in this sort of career or you know, elevating this in this in in life, like, what are you doing? Right. Like, that's the kind of things that I pay attention to. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Like, what's your mannerisms? Like, what do you do when you're faced with adversity? Like, things like that that people don't really pay attention to. Yeah, definitely. So it's my thing to where it's like, it got me so jaded, bro, to where it's like, even though I'm 35, I'm not in a rush right now. Yeah. Like, I talk to a lot of people and, you know, talk to y'all. And I'm sure y'all joke around and all the stuff talking about my age. Like, we going to have kids. You're going to have kids till you like 50. If that should happen, that should happen, honestly. Because it's just you're like... You'll be in your Isley shit. Real shit. Like, <laughs> but it's like, yo, like, I'm not in a rush. Because it's just like, what am I really missing? The companionship? I can find companionship anywhere. I can so find companionship me, with my friends, family, mm-hmm. like. Yeah. So let me, so you, you brought up a whole lot of points. I'm trying to keep a track of everything in my head because I want to answer everything that you kind of just threw out there. So one, going off of um, what you said about like a five to 10 year goal plan, oh. um, that is really important. Uh, if, if it's not five to 10 years, if it's more short term based, cool, but at least have a plan. Yeah. Like I've, I've I've spoken to some women, and I'm sure some women have spoken to men. And they, if you ask them what they three to five year plan or what they five to ten year plan is, they look at you like you're crazy. Like if you ask them a trick question, <laughs> like no, like what what's your five? Like that's something you should know automatically. Like yeah, like what are you trying to accomplish within this time? Right. Like so, and if I ask you that and you stuck on it. And you, you know, you you're in my age range of mm-hmm. some sort. That's a flag for me. Like it's like you don't know what you want to do with your life. Like make something up. Like say say whatever. Like <laughs> make me feel like this is something that you've been thinking about. You know. What now, I'm I now I don't know about that. Don't make nothing up. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm just because saying, you make I'm something up, then I'm gonna hold you accountable to that shit. Like, but, but some people like. The particular person I'm speaking of, she kept it real. She was like, "Is that a trick question?" I'm like, "No, I want to know what's the what you trying to do once you get out of college and when you get out in the real world. What are you trying to do?" Right. So that's important. Then to piggyback of, you kept saying like, uh, like, like how we perceive relationships back in the day compared to now. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it, we just like five or six years removed from mm-hmm. being in being you know, institutionalized within the school system. Like we was in college five or six years, five or six right. years ago. So of course, back then, I think we thought about it a little different because, you know, we in this little bubble where all these women, it's different. Like, you know, you're just trying to see who you can talk to and if it can stick, it can stick. You know what I'm saying? Right. If not, okay, well, I'll catch you back at the crib or whatever. So yeah. now I think now we've matured so much and we've elevated to this level where we expected more mm-hmm. from what we're looking for. Like we're in a, we're not in our twenties anymore. It's certain shit you want in your twenties that you don't want in your thirties. Yeah. So now <laughs> I think we we're thinking more long-term. And I think back then it was just like, all right, we throw it at the wall and the stick is stick. Cool. <laughs> right. right. You know what I'm saying? Like, but let's be honest about it. A, a lot of people don't, a lot of relationships don't last in college through the real world up until now. It don't, it don't, it's, it don't happen a lot. 
So for all the people that have somebody that they've dated in high school, going into college and coming out of college and being in a relationship and getting married afterward, that shit is rare. So it, it don't happen yeah. a lot. Yeah. So, so whatever you got to do to keep that relationship uh, on its feet, do what you got to do. Yeah, for real. And then what was the last thing you said? You said uh, something else after that. That's why I was trying to keep it off. Um, yeah, oh, he was talking about he was talking about the perception of like how the media is supposed to. Yeah, 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 yeah. How it makes it, and and so we've been so. I'm not say we've been brainwashed, but we've we've seen. <laughs> but we, but it's just like, you know, we see certain things, and we're just like, you know what, I want that, or this can happen, but. In, in all reality, you have to put yourself in that position and think like, do I do I really have do I really act like that? Like how you see stuff in movies from a man's standpoint. Do yeah. I have characteristics of this character? Uh, is it a lot of women that have characteristics uh, that are portrayed by women in certain films? People mm-hmm. are different. It's so it's so different out here. People, everybody not like that. That's why I said in the beginning, like hope, everybody not a hopeless romantic. If they are, they are hopeless romantic in their own little bubble. But for me, when I say I'm a hopeless romantic, it's more from a aggressive standpoint because I really am a hopeless romantic. I believe in chivalry and treating a woman with respect and taking her out on dates and treating her right. And you know, some 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 guys might disagree with that and be like, you know, well, you know, I agree with some of it, but I have different perspectives on how I want to treat a woman. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so let's talk about the in-between stuff. Okay. And this might be veering off a little to the left. But of course, I like to talk about stuff that isn't talked about, but it's let's it exists. Out, let's veer. Let's detour. What's up? <laughs> you know what I realized? What's my worry when I talk to somebody? What's that? Let's just say you talk to a young lady. Mm-hmm. You ask her, you know, about her ex and that last relationship. Mm-hmm. Are you getting that full 100% truth? Not all the time. I don't think. I think you're getting like the watered down version that they want to let you know at that point in time. Yeah. And then you always, it's always like, it's always that person's fault. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, okay. What the hell did what, you do? Like, yeah, <laughs> like, what did you do? Right. Like, with me, I be asking those questions, bro. I be like, okay, so what happened? Because mm-hmm. my thing is, if you let a person keep talking, mm-hmm. you can kind of read in between the lines. Mm-hmm. And then ask certain questions mm-hmm. to, for them to fill in the blanks. Mm-hmm. And then also, you know, are you still like they be like, nah, but we don't even talk. Da, 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 da. Y- y'all don't do y'all not talk? Like what what's do y'all not talk? Do y'all not talk every day like how y'all used to? Mm-hmm. Do y'all talk periodically? Yeah. Are especially, y'all still fucking? Like I don't want to go because <laughs> in certain situations, I have a lot of women friends. Mm-hmm. And some of them. They'll be talking to somebody, but they'll still, still be fucking the previous motherfucker. It won't act like shit going on. Like, be just fine with it. But be mad when they see when you liking somebody else's picture and shit. Mm-hmm. 
kind of like, you still fucking this person? Like, that's my, uh, and I know people gonna be like, you sound crazy and shit right now. No, like, that's some shit that I be worried about. Like, are you really done with this person? Like, cause you know, it ain't really over, over like that. Y'all could be just broke up this year, but y'all got a good like four or five fucks left before y'all finally be over. Yeah, throw on some dates in between that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's, it's it's a good life. Well, I was like, all right, holla at me like next year. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Let's you, talk next get year. Your shit, get your shit out the way and do it. Yeah, hey, it's, it's do about it like four or five fucks left. You got like you probably on the third one by now. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. but that's some shit that that's not talked about. Yeah, and then even though when you look in between the lines, even a little bit further. It, I think it gets even more complicated if you talk to someone that has maybe like has a child. Mm-hmm. So then y'all are forced to communicate with each other in some type of way. Mm-hmm. Like because y'all have a child together, y'all have to talk about parent shit. You know what I'm saying? So so I think that would, if I was talking to someone that had a child, I think that would always be in the back of my head. Like, you know, because I think a woman, <laughs> I think a woman, I think a woman, I'm not gonna say it all the time, but I, I, I think a lot. No, nah, go of ahead, me, go ahead, stand on that, bro. Stand on that ledge. Go ahead. Hey, I'm in the corner. You need I to think, shoot. Go ahead. I think a lot of women uh, have feelings for uh, the father of their child for longer than they say they do. Mm-hmm. So I, honestly, I agree with you That's with that, I bro. Think. Just because you just had a child with this person. Mm-hmm. And no matter how many years it is, how many uh, years y'all there's a There's a bridge that has been connected. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not speaking for everybody because everybody be like, you know, I can't stand that nigga or, you know. And, I, and that's, nigga, the main, that's the main ones that be fucking them still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no, like, no, that'd be the main ones that be fucking them still. Yeah, definitely. Like, the more they hate them, guess what? They end up still. They, that's the ones having another child with their ass. Hey, it's just the society we live in, bro. Like it's so, like you said, the the correct term you use is jaded. The shit is jaded. Like bro, you got jaded. to really be on your p's and q's. Like I look at some of the people that that we surround ourselves around that have successful marriages and relationships. Yeah, and you look at it, and it's so genuine, bro. Like you know, like I always, for me, I always wanted to be with that person. Where I could just lay it all out there and and you know what I'm thinking, you know what I'm going through, and I ain't gotta worry about you judging me for it. I ain't gotta worry about you telling the world about it. It's I'm confiding in you. Mm. So this is between me and you, and it's gonna stay like that no matter what. Like I know you got my back. Like that's all I've ever wanted, like, you know, in a girlfriend and a potential mate, you know what I'm saying? All right. So so what's some other things since you said that? What's some other things that you look for in a relationship? Um, Boy, well, what that you look for in that person today, I should say. So I'm not gonna even go with like the the the, the off top stuff. Like, of course, you want somebody that's beautiful and smart and that that that. But for me, um, you know, trust means a lot to me. Um, you know, I love a woman that's trustworthy. Like, you don't you can do your own thing and go out and you know. When I say you, I'm talking about myself. Like, you can have a good time and you can handle your business and you don't got to worry about what she's doing. She, you know, she's a good woman. She, you know, she has fun on her own. She got her own hobbies. She got her own business to attend to. 
Um, so for me, it's just having that trust. Like, you ain't got to worry about it. Like, you ever been in a relationship where you ain't got to worry about the shit 100%? Like, you just like, I'm cool. Like, I know she doing her thing. She, she, you know, she got a business too. So Wait, you asking me that? Like, is I'm that asking. A- <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is that like, a rhetorical like, question? <laughs> like, like I feel, I feel like we we both have have never experienced that, you know, even at the age that we at now. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, that's one thing. Like, I believe like trust man is big for me. Like, just for like an example, like say you get married in the future, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all sharing accounts and everything. Let's just say you have some, uh, you know, some down moments in your life. Uh, you hit a wall, you're not able to support as much financially, mm-hmm. then, you know, I want that woman that, speak, you know what, I've been stacking, you know, you've been handling everything, so go ahead, let me help you out now. I want to be able to trust that she's able to do that instead of me going to her and be like, you know what, you know, I need a little help. Can we, you know, how I save them? Like, oh, well, you know, I spent, you know, we ain't, we ain't really got no savings like that. What you mean we ain't got no savings? We've been Living together for five years. What you what you been doing with your bread? But when you know what she doing with her money, though. Well, yeah. Well, technically, yeah. But I'm just giving like an example. Like, like, what if that happened? Like, I want to be able to trust that my woman can handle those responsibilities, just in case you know I do fall on hardships or anything right there, anything like that. Or if you if y'all get divorced, she end up taking all your shit. So would you ever ask for a prenup? I would. I would. I definitely would ask for a prenup. You know why? I, I, don't, I don't think you I would. Because I don't, tr- I don't trust people, bro. I don't trust Wait, 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 wait. No, you just, no, 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 no. You can't say that. Nope. Because you just said you want a woman that you can trust. And I then want you just a said, woman, but you... in reality, in reality, I have not experienced that yet. Therefore, I don't know if it's out there. That's what I'm saying. So I'm pretty sure it's out there, but yes, bro. I need a prenup, bro. I need a prenup. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you at all. You get I one? honestly believe in prenups. I think yeah. that shit would just be automatic. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to hear no now. That's in shut the fuck up. No, because like, you can no. have a change of heart. <laughs> you can have a change of heart. This relationship not gonna stay the same from day one to day. 1500 or year five, the shit gonna mm-hmm. change. There's gonna be some shit that that's gonna change. Right. You may not feel the same way about me from day one to year 10. Hopefully, we I get someone that I can grow with for 10 years and they find more interesting shit about me and they love me more for who I am, the same as day one to year 10. But from my dating experience in the past, I haven't experienced that. So therefore, I can't really speak about it because, you know, I don't know, I don't know if a lot of women are still trustworthy or not. Or women might say the same thing about men. You know, every time we get on social media, they say we ain't shit no way. So, okay, this is my this is my thing that you just brought me to. What's up? So you said in your past you mm-hmm. dated women that obviously weren't good girlfriends. That's why I would, you guys. I, would, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Well, it didn't work out. And yeah, uh, okay. So I can say this. I can say it started off great, and sl- slowly over time, you see the decline. That's what I would say. I would say that. Okay. So let me ask you this: Do you think that there were 
red flags there in the beginning, yeah. like in the talking stages that you ignore? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Definitely. And I'll tell you why, because I'm a person that if I really, if I'm really rocking with you and I have a genuine love for you, and this is one of my, this is something that I have to work on personally and one of my weaknesses, I'll gloss over all that shit and be like, you mm. know what? You know what? I'm the, I, I think I have the, t- I'm the type of person and I think I have the type of spirit that can eventually help heal this person. And, and that backfires on you every time. And again, I've been through different trials. I've been through certain situations and this, some of the shit you got to go through and learn, because if you don't learn it, it's going to keep coming up. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, I always try to, uh, like I said, feel like I can heal somebody. You can't heal nobody. They got to heal themselves first before they even think about getting with you. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that was my weakness. Uh, that's and I, It might have been hella red flags, like motherfucker probably had red flags in my face, you know, playing with them and shit. And okay. I'll be like, you know what, that's cool. And that's all right, because you know what? You're going to be around me enough. You're going to learn a lot from me. So, 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 basically, so basically you was Captain Sable, basically. Basically, bro. That's how I felt like I was. But now I've noticed, like, you can't, you can't do that, man. Like, you, got, you have to um, you have to let people handle their situation on their own. Mm. And then when you're done dealing with what you're dealing with, then maybe we can come together and you know, maybe we can be a force to be reckoned with in the future. So you're, so you're the type of person who you'll give that second chance to? Possibly, depending on the situation, possibly. Okay. It got to, it, it, it has to be, it can't be like no bullshit conversation. Like, I want to know everything. Like, what what made you do what you did or whatever the situation is? I want to mm-hmm. know it all. And then we, and then maybe we can go off of that. If it don't work, it don't work. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to force it. Oh, let's get juicy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping it real, man. Like, like you know, what I'm saying I'm 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 throwing it all out there today. Like, uh, this, this this is what I've been looking for. I'm here because you I'm be here. bullshit. It's episode ten, bro. It's the finale, so I got to you know I got to go ahead and you know keep it real with y'all. Keep it one hundred. I'm gonna go ahead and take another shot too. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> man, so how about you, bro? What would you say? Like, what do you, what would you say? Do you do you think you've done a good job with? Um, Detecting red flags and kind of, um, uh, kind of pointing them out in the beginning before it gets to a point where the shit just kind of self detonates in your face. I would say when I was younger, like in my early twenties, no, I was the okay. same way. Okay. I was too nice in a way, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I think that had to do with my insecurities. Okay. Because, you know, you know, I wasn't a bad looking guy, mm-hmm. but it was more so of, you know, grade school never really got that much attention. High school never really got that much attention. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I graduated high school where I started getting attention. Mm-hmm. 
and I didn't get, I wasn't used to it. So it would be right. somebody that was bad and it was just like, oh man, let me try to do whatever I can to keep this person. Mm-hmm. So that means letting them get away with whatever. Because let's be honest, a pretty woman can get away with murder. Say that again. They can get away with murder with a guy. Like if, if they know that you're not really secure about yourself, mm-hmm. they get away with murder. Mm-hmm. I didn't be in a relationship with they used to get you. <laughs> they cheated and say some bullshit, and I'll be like, I, you know, I'll let you come back. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. Like so now I kind of developed to where it's like. As soon as I see a red flag, like I'm I'm leaving them alone. People and I've had people say, like, dang, like you just break them off like that, like you that cruel. And it's like, no, like at the end of the day, you got to do what's best in your interest for you. Yeah, babe, yeah. Like um, so So it's safe to say that you don't give second chances. I've had in the past. Um I will say this. At one point in time, it was like, nah, no second chance. But at the, it, it all depends what it is. I will say that. Mm-hmm. It depends what it is. Somebody cheated, nah, no second chance. Just me, honestly, I won't get that out of my head. Like, you mm-hmm. stepped out and had sex with this other person. What if it was sex related? Even if it's emotionally, like emotionally, you was tied to this person. So it's like, no, nah, what if you still have this, that feeling? Let me ask you this real quick. Do you believe that everyone cheats in some, some, some form of fashion? Yeah, everyone cheats in some form of fashion, whether it's emotionally, physically. Um, if there is a need that you're not getting from your significant other and you mm-hmm. seek it, from somebody else, mm-hmm. then you're cheating. If, because if the shoes was on the other foot and you saw that your significant other doing that and you get pissed, mm-hmm. then obviously you're cheating. What I've noticed is I think people try to piece people together and you try to get, let's just say, for example, me, you talking to somebody and we don't know each other and I'm 70% of what she wants, but she's still missing that 30%. So then she go try to confide in you mm. to get that extra 30%. Now she got a hundred percent man. Or the even if the shoe was on the fit, other foot with another with a man and a woman, same thing. Mm. So I think people try to piece people piece people together to get to fulfill all they needs instead of trying to work with that one person to bring out the best in them. Yeah. That's what I think it is. And it's kind of like, yeah, I'm I'm not with that. Like when it comes to that, no, I don't give second chance. Mm-hmm. Like, no, nah, I'm good. Hey, can we take a quick <laughs> shot intermission real quick? Oh, you wanna take another shot? Yeah, this this episode 10. So, you know, we in and we in, we diving into some deep shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just something real quick, you know what I'm saying? Really, uh, toast and onions and drink here. Yeah. 
Test it. Okay. Yeah, there you go. I don't even know what you said, but okay. <laughs> I think you said toast to the haters. Did you say something like that? <laughs> no, I said toast to jadedness. Jadedness, okay. <sighs> and also, I'm not a bitter person. Any no. bad relationships I've been in or relationships that didn't work out, not bitter at all. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them. Hope everything's yeah. doing great. Yeah, same here, bro. Like, you know, I don't hold no ill will. I never hold ill will against people. You know what's funny, though? Okay, I want to piggyback off something you said earlier. So you saying you didn't get a lot of attention coming up. Yeah. Mine was kind of the opposite. Like, like during my elementary and middle school year, I was like that, that funny fat kid that everybody fucked with. <laughs> but I didn't really have my first relationship, bro. Like, I I went I wouldn't even call it a relationship. It was like eighth grade, and I started talking to this girl, and that shit didn't do nothing. But I didn't start getting a lot of attention until I got in high school. I started playing football and I started, you know, building like this man physique. And, you know, I started shedding off some of that baby fat. Um, But then I went to community college and it looked like it felt like I was in middle school again. Like I didn't get too much attention. And then when I got to Western, I felt like I was getting attention again, especially after I pledged. My God. (laughs) <laughs> like shit got crazy after that. So yeah, you use a hoe. Damn. <laughs> no, nah, I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> Damn. Damn. No, no, no. Well, uh, no, nah, you wasn't. No, nah, you wasn't. Tell me I wasn't even gonna go there with you, dude. I was gonna. No, you were. I'm fucking with you. I was gonna make you, make you look like a, a clean guy throughout college. I wasn't gonna say it's cool. It's cool. No, no, no. Like I will tell you about this. While I was in college, I was. Okay, so when I was, I went to two colleges. When I uh, got out of high school, I went to uh, um, uh, com- uh, it wasn't a community college. It was a year-round college. It was Marvin Morris College. Now they're a university. Yeah. So I went there. Damn, so you went to school when a damn school tr- uh, turned into a university? Yeah, it was a, yeah, a year-round college. And okay. then they transferred to a university like after I left. So um, so when I was there, like I was downtown. So being downtown, like, you know, you see like, you know, you know how many, like it's Robert Morris and then right next to it is DePaul University. And then down the street is, um, what's that school? Uh, I forgot, but it was like pretty much like every school. No, not wasn't that. I forgot <laughs> Columbia. There we go, Columbia College. Like, but it was like on every street. It's like different ones. Mm-hmm. John Marshall, all that. So you're meeting so many people. Mm-hmm. So I, you just be walking down the street, girl. Look at you. Look, I look at them, and it's like, oh shit, what's up? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I didn't really know how to handle that. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and also when I got to uh, when I got to Western a few years later, um, I got to experience real campus life. Yes. So it was kind of like, oh shit. So I was in a relationship majority of those years, but you know, the relationship was like on and off. Mm-hmm. So when it was on and off, you know, I did my thing. I was like, okay, whatever. 
Man, so, so, got <laughs> women to pick from down here. Like, shit. So then when the relationship ended, and then it was like, all right, let me go ahead and have some fun before I leave. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, now, let me put this bitch in the high gear now. Nah, you know, <laughs> that's crazy, dude. Because I think I felt the same way. <laughs> I was like, damn, I ain't gonna be here next year. Let me go ahead, do whatever I know. Uh, let me go ahead and hit them up. <laughs> so, you know, it was pretty much where it's like, I got that experience and and seeing more of the another side of relationships. Mm-hmm. Like when you was like you was talking about in college, how when you're in college, that's a real test because yeah. you have predominantly people who are in relationships in college are cheating. It's fucked up to say, but it's the truth. They are cheating. Like it's so many like people I've I knew that was cheating, hand. and I've seen it. <laughs> So it's like, yo, like if you make it through college, you either got y'all some, might be decent for the rest like, of your life. Y'all probably decent, but it's kind of like you know y'all got some battle scars. Oh yeah, y'all definitely got some shit. battle scars. Yeah. You ain't coming out, you ain't coming out clean with that shit. Yeah, you yeah. So it's kind of like, yo, like I seen another side of that, mm-hmm. and it's like. That's uh, one side of where my jadedness probably grew from, mm-hmm. from seeing that. Mm-hmm. And then it's no different when you get out in the real world. Like women still, or I want to say women, men and women still doing the same thing. Yeah, let's just take, let's just say this right now. It applies both ways. Like we it applies both ways. <laughs> we talking I, about. I, I, I already <laughs> got that. I already got that label on me that it's like, oh, you just no. Like, See, I, I'm not, I'm not Kevin Samuels. No, even though, no, nah, like, we, we, we I ain't gonna lie. Like, Kevin Samuels be saying some real shit. He does. People it's, just it's hate just the, the truth. T- it's the tone that he says it in. We've established that, you know. Yeah, yeah but in, he be saying the truth. I was just saying that. I agree with some of the, a lot of the things that he says. I agree with. Um, but to to talk uh the the meaning and the reason why I brought up what I brought up about, you know, coming up in high school, being kind of popular and then going into mm-hmm. Western and then kind of sustaining a certain popularity as well. I think what ended up happening for me was since I didn't get that attention in the beginning, even after I left Western, I was still trying to find that attention I did get in the past. So you, so you're basically agreeing with me when I call you a attention whore. You know, your attention whore, Sean. It's cool. It's the best way to really... I'm not an attention whore. You're an attention whore, bro. You are. Trust me. We've had plenty of talks. Man, I just... I, I, don't think, I don't think I would necessarily characterize it as being an attention whore. I think it would bro, just be You like, love attention more. Who don't love attention, though? No. Why you I gotta love... be a whore? Why I gotta be a whore at the end of the day? Like, why I gotta be because a whore? Because you... It don't mean, like... You out here fucking around, but you just love attention. Who don't and love you, attention? You you like attention to the. You don't max. like attention when it comes to certain people. Yes, I love attention from a person who I'm with. 
So you're saying I like attention from the public? Yes. Even if I don't know them, that's what you're telling me? Yes. <laughs> okay. That's what you think, bro. That's am I lying? Am I lying? I don't, I don't necessarily agree with you, but that's your opinion, bro. That's what, but my, am hey, I lying? Look, my dad used to always tell me opinions are like assholes. Everybody got one. So, look, so, so I'm lying. Opinion, I mean, I, I, don't, I wouldn't say publicly, no. People I know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't use the term attention for. I would just say, you know, everybody likes attention in some form or fashion, uh, especially if it's people that I know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, give me Sometimes a, you don't even you know, know that person. No, I know most of them. Sean, you don't. Oh, Lord. I do. Sean, you the type of person, I will be on the phone with you. And you'll be Okay, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) But my, you keep getting me off my point. My point is that I'm trying, I'm trying to tie this shit together. So I think that since I didn't get that attention from the beginning or in the early stages, I think now what it has done is even, I would say even up until now, it will, it has me teetering on that, or on that borderline or that fence of if I want to be in a relationship or if I want to be single. So I always, I've noticed like, I've always been like stuck in the middle with shit. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I want to be in a relationship. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'll be like, I love the way how my life is going now. I love sitting up on here doing this podcast, free will, saying what the hell I want to say, because it's our shit. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Like, can't nobody tell us what the hell we can talk about on our shit. I like doing photography. If I want to do a news shoot, I ain't got to explain why the fuck I did a news shoot. It's my job. That's why I did it. So I just like, so when I'm in my single period, I like the freedom that comes along. But then... It's that side of me that be like, you know what? I like being in a relationship. That's just how I've been for the last lot of years, <clears throat> you know? And then, you know, sometimes I, I'm, I'm conflicted with both of them. Sometimes I, be like, I, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. It's certain shit. When you're in a relationship, you can't get why you're single and vice versa. That's just how it is. So are you those, so are you that type of person that you don't know why you're single? No. No, I think I'm single because I want to be single. Okay, so let me ask you this. In the relationships you may have, that Uh you had in the past, Mm -hmm. do you feel like that you was just that type of guy that you were just that type of guy to marry? Like you had nothing that needed to be worked on. I, I wouldn't go that far because nobody perfect. You know, I know I have, and that's probably, to be honest with you, I think the older you get, the more you learn about yourself and then you kind of, um, you think of ways to improve constantly. Mm. You know, you know, with me, um, I don't think we talked about this on any episodes, but I've always tried to, try to chase this this goal of perfection, even though I'll never attain it. You know, I, I want to be as close as possible, you know. Mm. Um, but I wouldn't say that, you know, and that's part of the reason why I'm single now, because I know I got shit I got to work on. You know, nobody's going to go into a relationship 100%, 90%, whatever the percentage is, <clears throat> going being the, the person that they want to be in a relationship 
and also they want that person uh, that they're talking to to view them uh, in a satisfying way. So it's like you know we all got shit to work on. That's the thing. Now the, to to answer your first question, do you said do I think I was marriage material? Did you say that? No. So let me change the question. Do you okay. feel like you're that guy that's that potential guy? Yeah. Like women. Okay. So go ahead and say what you're gonna say though. No, no, no. So when I say potential, sometimes when women date off of potential, it isn't a good thing. That's very true. Very so, true. but you just said that you're that guy that I mean you didn't finish your question, so go ahead and finish the question. <laughs> so <clears throat> And that's kind of another left me on the cliff a little bit. So that's another thing where I'm kind of. Uh, are you asking me potentially, or do you asking me do I am I am I 100 confident in myself? No, 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 no. When I say that, like <clears throat> women say that they sometimes date guys, and when they that's where they go wrong at when they date guys that's off of potential. Mm-hmm. Basically, what that mm-hmm. is is that. They definitely have some issues with it, mm-hmm. but they feel like they can fix it and make them that perfect guy. So when I ask you, are you that potential guy? Like they dating off of poten- uh, potential. Like, are you that type of person? Mm-mm. No. No, I I come... If I'm messing with somebody, I, I know what I'm bringing to the table. I'm confident in myself. Um, I'm confident in my personality. I'm confident, you know, from learning from past mistakes. Um, I know what I bring to the table. Like, so I, I already think, I think I, I think I've, I come relationship ready. Um, you know. I just really think I come relationship ready. I know what I have, you know. I'm not gonna sit here and, and list everything that makes me capable of being relationship ready. <laughs> but uh potential, yeah, you know, potential is just what it is, you know. Like I, I think I come ready. If I'm focused on you enough, I'm coming already prepackaged as a person that's going to uh try to understand you and uh try to fit in as much as possible to satisfy you. Mm. That's just me. That's that's how I've always been. Maybe to a fault, but that's just how I am. Okay. Um, I would say I used to be the guy that was that potential guy. Mm-hmm. I knew that back then I wouldn't even count my early 20s because in the early 20s, like. Give me a fuck up years. I'm like. Like 20 through. 25, maybe. 25. I would, I would even say I didn't become. I got out of potential. That guy that's potential. Mm-hmm. I honestly didn't come out of that until I was. 33. Just being honest with myself. So two years ago? three, Almost three years ago? 
Yeah, from 20 to 33. So when I got out of that, um, when I was 30, I had to look back at my life and like, okay, what are some things I need to change? Back then, my credit was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. Um, and this is, of course, when I came back from Western. Mm-hmm. You know, went back to college late. So after I came back home, and it was like around 30, I think I was 29, 30. My credit was bad. Um, I was trying to find a job. I really didn't know what I wanted to get in. So about 30 to my, I would say 30 to 33 is where it's kind of like, okay, let me go ahead and fix my credit. Mm-hmm. Let me actually find what's my purpose and what I want to do. So that was like the rebuilding stage. Mm-hmm. And then during that time, I got into a relationship. So being in that rebuilding stage from going from potential to, and I would say, I would say, I don't, I would say this. I'm out of the potential now and I'm trying to get out of that relationship ready stage. I want to be that type of guy to where it's like, of course you got to enter a relationship to get to that next level, which is marriage. I want to get to that part of my life where it's like, I'm marriage ready now. I'm able to provide. I'm able to be able to be there for that person need, whether it's physically, mostly spiritually, financial. I would say this, I'm pretty close to it. I'm like right at that tip of it. But I would even say like, in the relationship that I was in before, like, I think I was like that potential. And it took me a while to really realize that and be like, yo, I'm that guy that women don't like to date, that potential guy. That, you know, maybe I can change him, guy. And that's something that honestly I don't want to be. Like, if I meet the next person I date, it's going to be some, okay, like, I can see myself, like, I'm marrying this guy. So. So let me ask you this real quick, since you brought them, those points up. Are you the type of guy, and of course we've had a million conversations about this shit over and over again. <laughs> Do you feel like you are the type of guy that has to have hundred percent of his shit in order to feel like you can go into a successful or have a successful marriage. Do you believe all your shit got to be together for you to enter that that realm of marriage of the marriage life? It's or sound... if you had to put a percentage on it, what would you put it? Where would you want to be as far as we can go ahead and label it as husband material? 
where would you, what percentage would you would you say you would like to have? Or what percentage would you like to be at for you to say that, you know what, I feel like I've arrived here and I feel like I can marry somebody right now, have a successful marriage? I would say, and it sounds crazy about it because everybody thinks that it's impossible to be at 100%, mm-hmm. but it is 100%. You have got to be, women look for security whether it's physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially. Mm -hmm. If you can't, like, if you can't provide those categories for a woman, Mm -hmm. then it's not going to go well. Crazy as it's to say, but it's kind of like you have to be evenly yoked with someone in order for that relationship to work. Just like how I need to be at 100%, I also need to find that person that's just like that as well because you don't want that misunderstanding or that connection that misses Mm -hmm. because it could be a situation where and this is my theory on relationships and marriages and this is why I say you have to be evenly yoked if you are in a career or in a, let's say a financial bracket and B. Simone said it best. She said that she can't date someone that's a W-2 worker. It's not because of she's a gold digger or anything like that. Because when you're in a certain bracket, whether it's a career or financially, you don't have the same mindset of a person that's a W-2 or a person that works a nine to five or anything like that. Because at, one, at some point in time, you depended on the W-2 to. to not, even, not even that. It's more so of, you know that you have to do certain things mm-hmm. in order to maintain <clears throat> or elevate in certain aspects. It's a reason like, a person that works a nine to five doesn't understand why you're getting up three, four in the morning. A person that's a nine to five worker or W2 worker is not going to understand why you're working late or why you constantly working seven days a week or why you got to be like, look, I got something to do. Sorry, I can't, you know, kick it with you tonight. I know we made plans, but it's like, I have to do this. Because it's just not for me. This is for something that I'm building beyond me. Like if I have a conversation with a woman who I'm trying to talk to, she got to understand like, man, this is beyond me. I'm not saying that I want to be a billionaire because I want all the money in for myself. No, this is for my generation. When I... When I grew up, I unfortunately like my family wasn't broke or anything like that. We did good for ourselves, but it was nothing to pass down. It was some shit to where it's like I have to figure out for myself. I never knew anything about credit. I never knew anything about how money works. I had to learn that myself. So I want to be able to pass that down to my kids. I want to be able to help my kids for whatever they need. Like, if they want to go to college, cool. You don't have to worry about taking out any loans or anything like that. 
one thing that I saw when I went to Western and, you know, or went to Robert Morris, that people were dropping out early because they never had the money to finish. Never had the money, yeah. So I want to make sure my kids never go through that. Or if they don't want to go to college and they want to open up their own business, cool. I want to be able to help them show that. You know, help them to, you know, so they'll learn how money works and how credit works and how to go into offices or make up the or build up the money themselves to open mm-hmm. up their business. So I need to be with somebody that understands that. To understand that this is not for me. This is beyond me. So a nine to five person or a W2 person would never be able to understand it. Makes sense. Makes a lot of sense, bro. I get it. So, but yeah, man. But man, I like this conversation. I like the, I honestly I can't wait to everything get right because I would love to have this conversation like like conversations like these, like face to face. So, you know, maybe, you know, one day we'll be able to do it. So one day. But man. One day, maybe soon. Good episode, brother. Great episode, really, man. I like this because it's like I feel like we kind of opened up to the people a little bit. You know, like you showing another side that they never seen. People just see like I'm just a toxic person and I dislike women, which is not true. We mean well. <laughs> we mean well. So, but man, make sure y'all follow our Facebook page, Chill Lounge podcast page, IG as well. Mm-hmm. Um, man, season season uh one. Yes. At a close. Yes, episode one through ten is available on all those streaming platforms. Just lane. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So y'all can entertain you, yourself for a little minute. We, yeah, we still, little we minute. still, we still gonna do the IG live. So just oh, yeah. so, just so y'all don't miss us too much, you know, we, we still gonna appear. We we'll hit y'all next week, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Let me next week. Maybe. Maybe this week. You never know. You know. You know. We might. Oh, never mind. I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> You trying to take this last shot for the season? Oh shit! Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> trying to get drunk on the season finale. God damn! But last no, um, I just want to give my thank yous, man, to uh, to so many people that uh, that have supported us over this time. Yes, yes. I'm like y'all didn't have to listen to us talk because we don't know shit. <laughs> we know things through experience. Yes, sir. And we can speak from a more mature space. Um, but we thank you guys, man, so much for tuning in with us for man. since December. It's April now. Yeah, we've been doing this shit for like five months now. Yeah. And I just want y'all to just stick with us because we got a lot of nice shit coming down the pipeline. This is just the mm-hmm. beginning of the Chill Lounge podcast. We want to even branch it out. You know, we all a family at the end of the day. Like, everybody that rock nice. with us, we love y'all. So Love y'all. Keep Appreciate the love. Us. Definitely. Keep rocking with us because we got some we got some good stuff coming down the line. For real. It's just, we're just getting started now. So, you know, we appreciate y'all for being on board with us. And let's continue to move. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
So you ready to take the shot, brother? Yeah. So cheers to, to season, season two. Closing out the season. Coming to season two. Yeah. Hot and ready. Hot and ready like little seasons. My God. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Appreciate y'all, man. Thank you. Keep on supporting us, and we'll see y'all next season. We'll see y'all next season. We're coming back quick.